Welcome to the 20 Podcast. After the gig stories and before the gig music prep with everything in between. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Spider! Yeah, that's right. Welcome back to Beat Sources, the 20 Podcast. I'm DJ Spider in the house. Special shout to everybody out there, all my day one listeners, all my day two listeners, whatever day you started on, we love you, all my beat sorcerers, you like that title or not, let me know, Um, you guys have been great, like you guys keep sending in comments, questions, all the support has been good and great and we really appreciate it, Um, please rate and review and do all that stuff too on the Apple Podcast app to... uh, you know, get us up there, get us more exposure, you know, thank you guys. Um, and I just want to break down to you guys what we're doing here. Every week we have a special guest in the studio. They share their stories, their insights, experiences, you know, everything they've been through from now, from then to now to get there. And um, they also help us with something very important. And it's going through the 20 playlist, which is Beat Source's flagship playlist on their site, on the main page. It is like all the dopest songs every week um, put up there by the Beat Source team, um, every genre. And you guys can go on there, see what you should be playing in the club, whether it's big room, small room, early, late, you know, dance, hip hop, Latin, whatever you want. Uh, Afro beats, we got it all. So go up there. Huge thank you to the team at Beat Source for doing that. Beat Source is the new digital music service for open format DJs. If you didn't know, it goes way beyond a digital DJ pool. Uh, They have new features that they're about to roll out really soon called Link that is going to really change the game. You guys will see. So stay tuned. And um, if you haven't been on there yet, check all the curated playlists. that they've got like every different genre and we're going to talk more about that today because of our special guest in the studio today we have got a dj a producer and someone who has had a huge presence in the la radio scene which is one of the biggest markets i think on the planet earth um you know you could say he's in LA radio legend here okay but that's not all he is also one of the main curators for beat source and so maybe we can get some inside info or see what's up and we'll find out about his playlist. Please give it up for DJ Drew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to say your name that long. DJ Drew. What's up, man? What up? What up? Thank you for coming in. The crowd loves you. I was already here. I was working. (laughs) (laughs) I just got you out of the bathroom and pulled you in here. Hey, you mind doing this podcast real quick? (laughs) No, no. We, we, we've been, you know, wanted to talk to you since the beginning and, uh, you know, you have like so much knowledge I think you could give to the listeners and to me and to everybody. And, um, you know, your career has been like a really cool evolution, I think, uh, and it's still evolving, right? Oh, of, uh, it's been a lot longer than I ever thought it was going to be. Right? I mean, I think that's a lot of us. Like, it's crazy. We're seeing the DJ game like keep going and like seeing how it ends for certain people. And, you know, it's, I don't know. There's man, no- it, I feel like people that don't evolve or try to fight. Yeah. Like the changes. Right. Are the ones that ultimately their careers end. But if you just accept certain things, like, hey, this is the way it is now. Like, things don't always stay the same. Totally. You know what I'm saying? In in any industry, right? 
just in life in general, yeah. like the way our parents grew up, it's not the same way. Yeah. So you're either going to change with it or you're going to get left behind. Exactly. And yeah, so. I agree. And I think DJing, that applies so much because it moves really fast and you have to, you know, stay on top of it and you can get complacent and feel like. Well, there's so many aspects of DJing that change because it's like you have technology, you have yeah. music, you have people. Yeah. Like, you know the what I people, mean? People, exactly. And then it's like the the type like the era of music like old school today is very different than what like you and i consider old school well exactly it, it's it's like um back when you know when am like was djing bon jovi at that time was like what the people that were going to clubs that was like oh my god I have, my right. parents you know it was like their throwbacks kind yeah, of exactly and like now and it was like, like ironic and funny but cool and they could sing along to exactly it. but now it's almost like oh wait that's played out like you got to play something from the 90s so now it's like backstreet boys it's right like that type of stuff like exactly. even like since you've been gone which is like when am was playing like that was a brand new song and it's just like it's almost like every 10 years you have to adjust what is old school right like we were taking since you've been gone and doing mashups with it and putting acapella over stuff and people were like whoa you flipped it and then yeah. now it's like oh you're playing the original it's crazy the crowd I mean, you nuts. could almost go back and replay those like yeah. those edits now because for sure i've noticed relevant. recently just in the past month i've dropped you know promiscuous girl sexy back like yeah. songs like that and i'm like damn this like 115 bpm up tempo we pop sound you know ciara one two step like everyone loves it and they're singing yep. it like a throwback exactly which is funny because we were djing when it wasn't a throwback so you have to stay alert as a dj like you're saying because otherwise you're just going to be playing the old shit and not realizing you're playing it exactly i mean like to me like i look at biggie as like the people that are in clubs like as their run dmc yeah, which is crazy because it's like I don't I don't see Biggie like that, but the crowds. No, I, I remember a night that taught me that in a way because I would always be playing hypnotized and have these routines with it, and I'm doing this hip hop club. I think it was like supper club or something. It was a new night, yeah. and I play it, and they're like, "Yo, why are you playing such old music?" Like, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" You know, you said it's a hip hop night. They're like, "Not this kind of hip hop," and yeah. I'm like, and then I'm like, "Damn, all right, I need to." flip the script it, it's <laughs> yeah it's wild dude it's 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 um it's just crazy it's like you have to stay on top of yeah. like i mean you have to be kind of dialed in the stuff right. because you have to know that before like something like that happens it's so true in a way yeah you know well funny you say that because that's why we're about to go over <laughs> some of the songs from the 20 playlist <laughs> Which is brought to you by BeatSource and puts you up on all the new music. That's what we're here for. Find out what's going to be a throwback so, 10, 15 years from exactly. now. Exactly. So that was a perfect segue. Here we go. This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. We so let's get into it. Um, every week, like I said before, um, we go over songs from the twenty playlist. And if you don't know what that is, it's a curated playlist of the best new releases each week on BeatSource.com. Um, and on every episode, we start out like this: we go over like three to five songs and break them down, analyze them. We're hearing them probably for the first or second time here too. Um, you're a curator, so maybe you're real up on it. But uh, <laughs> this is a different page. This is, I'm not responsible for this right. page. So <laughs> what, what's your What's your main uh, uh, focus? I'm responsible for the pop and dance pages. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, that's pretty damn important. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Dope. So let's get into the first song here, Doja Cat. 
uh, Say So. And, like, she has that song, Juicy, that's pretty Juicy, big. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, like, big hip-hop songs. And then when I heard this, it was kind of a surprising sound to me, but I was feeling it. Let's get into it. funky dude they, these are like this is a type of track that works in every setting 100 like, percent. if you're like, doing corporate gigs like dude this yes. is perfect if you're doing a wedding this is like dinner music almost like it, it fits yep it's like that's a perfect insight and that's what i was thinking too like this is like someone i think it was like i was uh with someone and they're like yo when i watch you play these corporate events i you put me on to like a hack and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like 110 to 115 BPM. Yes. And I'm like, I know I find these up-tempo songs yeah. where it's, you can tell it's playing and it gives you that funky feeling and everyone feels good and it's up-tempo and you can mix a lot of different things from old soul to new yep. this, but it's not too intrusive. You're not playing a big house song. You're not playing some slow thing. So yep. it's perfect. And this is super funky. I don't know who produced this, but damn feeling it i mean you can go in so many different directions from here oh you know who who produced and co-wrote this dr luke that's crazy makes sense i mean <laughs> so i guess she's been all hip-hop but if you're gonna go on the dance pop tip you're gonna hit up dr luke. like this this is how this is the type of track i crosses I love over this. a hip-hop artist yep you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm hoping that hip-hop artists go in this direction. Like, because we're going to play another song that has a hip-hop artist that's this vibe. And then I was talking earlier with you guys saying I've been finding these songs in the 109 to 118 BPM range where people are rapping on it and Gold Links and Nez with Schoolboy Q. And, like, I love this vibe. I feel like the disco and indie sounds are the sounds that, like, are universal and work everywhere. Yeah. Like, Circles by Post Malone totally. is a... Or, or Dua Lipa Yeah Don't start now Like those types yeah. of songs I mean those And I've been playing this Dombreski song Soul Sacrifice Yeah And it kills it in any environment yes. Dude I played it like On the record Like a hip hop club in Vegas Like you if As long as you do it Kind of yeah. right It works And I noticed Even Duck Sauce just came out With a, yeah. a song last week And I feel like that disco sound Is coming in And the funky And the real music sounds coming into dance And also hopefully hip hop yeah. you know? I think one of, my, one of my Favorite producers right now Is Purple Disco Machine Yo That Dua Lipa remix Oh uh, I mean Crazy He hit I mean he Like hit that so good the And then everything he does The one where he like Sampled the Joy song It's jo The uh, Roberto Cerati Song is called Joys. He did a remix of it that is just oh okay. It's a staple. And and he has another one. Who, emotion, he, he almost, yeah, emotion. Emo but yeah. is that a sample? That's crazy. I don't. I don't know if he just had it resung. I think he did because how would you ever clear it? Yeah, but like, do I have it? Sorry, people. It's not on the twenty, but it's probably on the site. This one, so good. Yeah, so good. And then, yeah, like, how did he? But I feel people I have sampled that it. before. Maybe. Seems like it might cost a lot. <laughs> but, I mean. <laughs> Who knows? That, that guy, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he had somebody, like, just racing it. And they can just me really too. get I it. I think so. That's like, what someone told on. me. I know some, a producer kind of in that scene. Yeah. Uh, shout to Novador. And he was saying he thought that uh, 
he did. We'll play some of Novador stuff on here too. He's killing it in that disco scene. He did a remix of this Boston Bun track. That's dope. Um, cool. All right. So Doja Cat, Say So. I love that. I'm, Dude, I'm it, feeling it. I think you should have it. It's going to help you in so many different I know. types of events. That's, I mean, exactly. Like I just did, January was like corporate event central for me and like, but in a cool way and so many songs yeah. like that, you know, I mean, I, I even feel like do like guys that are opening have opening sets. Like right. that's the type of stuff that you can play. Well, that's exactly. just cool stuff and you're not going to burn. Yeah. It. And that's what a lot of openers don't realize. So we're trying to educate you guys out there. Like, you know, that's, you know, I don't know if they have like those kind of sets on beat source, like a opener kind of I actually, set. So on the dance, I think that would be good on the dance page. I created a, a playlist that is an opening set for a house club. That's what so I'm saying. So that you're not, you, you don't have to go. You just want to set the stage. Right. You want to just get people moving. Right. Like just grooving. They just want, you just want them like, yeah, just kind of like in a wave, like going back and forth. That's right. all you're trying to do. Maybe when you get closer, okay, you start pushing a little bit. Right. But people don't totally understand that. Like I did this spot sunset on Thursday um, at the Edition Hotel. Shout to Zen Freeman and uh, Equal DJ Equal opened up, and you know he's like a dope DJ and knows what's up. And the way he, you know, was just playing some of his own tracks and just funky type, you know, the knock stuff, but disco and like all that. And it just was like a perfect setup for then. I got to go in and play this crazy right. open format set. And I was talking to you guys earlier. I'm doing, um, here's a little promo, but I'm doing uh, <laughs> on February 15th at Sound Nightclub in Los Angeles. I'm opening for Vice, DJ Vice. Nice. Um, he's doing, he has a new single out. That sound, right? Yeah. That's and big. so it's all house. He's doing an all house night, asked me to play with him. And at first I'm like, yo, it's kind of out of my element, but I've spent the past few days just going, wow, this is going to be the most fun thing ever. I get to open at this spot and I've been finding like the crazy dope thing so I can do the perfect opening set, you know, for him. I sound in, in Hollywood probably has to have the best sound system yeah that's why club. i'm so excited i, I was mean, just in my headphones last night oh i'm gonna drop this oh i'm gonna remix i'm gonna scratch this it, over it, it's you know? it's one i that place i love yeah it's, so ill uh yeah so 15th come out let's all party I'm about to be there man <laughs> okay dope um all right let's move on all right we're talking about dance music let's see there's a new song by um nfi i don't know who that is but we're about to play him featuring writing called don't talk to me Got that funky bass line like we're talking about. I'm telling you, man. It's all about the funk. Yeah. I want to say that Ryden is the one that sang on the Oliver Heldens track. Yeah, and on the remake. That yeah. Dun 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 dun. yeah. I love that. be an anthem for girls don't try to talk to me oh this is the anthem for girls because she said don't try to talk to me dj play this for me <laughs> this is the anthem of all the demanding girls with the uh phone uh, DJs don't like taking requests <laughs> hopefully maybe we can do some wordplay with this song i remember um i was playing at a club and I kind of got into a semi argument with my ex girlfriend at the time. Okay. Because I tried to explain. Uh, she was your girlfriend at the time. Yeah, she was my oh, girlfriend okay. at the time. So 
I tried to explain to her, and yeah, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say. Well, uh, we can always edit this out. Okay, so <laughs> he got an argument with beep. Okay, so <laughs> I I tried to explain to her that um you know I got a request from a girl, right, and I didn't play it. And she was like, "Why didn't you play that record?" And I was like, "Because <laughs> I just didn't want to." And then I said, "You're like I'm a boss." And then basically, I basically said, "I said now." When before you and I started dating, when you came, if you came up to me, I'd play it right away. And it was just kind of like she didn't get that there are certain types of politics when you make requests. Right, exactly. You know, uh, you know, you know, a hot girl is probably gonna get her request right. Played. Unless she's annoying. Sometimes I love turning down a hot girl. No offense, hot girls, but I like <laughs> it's the best uh, thing to see their face when you're just like. No, straight yeah. up, and then their eyes—they're like, "Wait, no one says no to me." No, yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like they've like, heard, it, they've heard it for the first time. One hundred percent, no. It just depends how you approach me. Like, I went from—I did this party, and there was literally people just screaming song names at me without even saying hello or just putting a phone in my face, or someone else like, "Hey." You know, you're doing great. I was just wondering if maybe you could fit this in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just in a nice way. Sure, of course. If I can do it. And sometimes the request is good. I'm down. Yeah. But if they're on some demanding. You I know, always like it if people say, like, do you do requests? And I always tell them, I'm yeah. like, well, it depends on what it is. Yeah. Mike, if it's whack, like you said. Right. Like, we're not going to play it. But I if know. it's something interesting, I'm like, oh, okay. Exactly. And it's so I don't mind doing that, but like you said, it's all right. about the like, or if you say just dumb things, like everybody will dance. Right. Like, be, I'm yeah. like, it's well, just that's the number one thing. Yeah. Everyone will dance if you play this. Like, come on. And then when you do, if you do play it, and no the people dances. that requested it don't even dance. I'm I know. like, I just like, I know. Mind. Someone said to me, like, uh, he was like not from America. And he's like, can I wish from, can I wish for a song? And I'm like, that's the best way to say it. <laughs> I'm like, you can wish, make a thousand wishes. Let's, you know, blow on the dandelion and then let's see if I play it. <laughs> That's what it is. You're making a wish. You're not making yeah, like no, yeah, a exactly. demand. And a request is like a maybe, you know, it's it needs to be a different word. Exactly. You know. Um, all right, let's move on to some hip hop. Little so the last song was NFI featuring Wrighton. Don't talk to me. Um, let's go into some hip hop. Little Wayne, he has a whole new album he just dropped called Funeral. Um, and he has a new song with Travis Barker and Rick Ross. He's Wasn't doing a bunch he on that uh, show with the masks? Oh my God! Like he was the one that was revealed, right? He was. Spoiler alert! He was on the Masked Singer. Yes, and he sang. Uh, are you gonna go my way? It was pretty oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then he got like eliminated, and people were freaking out that he was. It that, was him. Yeah, like Robin Thicke's one of the judges, and he's like, "I've done three songs or five songs with you. I didn't even know." Wow! But uh, that was pretty surprising. Yeah, like, I can't like, believe he's on this show. It's. I mean, he must watch it. He must be a or fan. He's probably or he's trying to promote his, his album. album, and also he said it was kind of like sweet i don't know if you can say that or nice whatever about little way but they were like why did you pick the robot like why are you on here kind of and he's like my kids i want my kids to see it and then i think they would like the robot they would you know oh, so that's he, cool yeah, he kind of cool. it was like he did it for his kids yeah it was pretty dope actually yeah, that's nice um so check his new song let's see it's called clap for him Take that cash from the ball players. Yeah, let me see you make that pussy open close. 
for some Gucci open toes and some OVOs. I hit it like a bullet hole, leave that pussy swole. You're looking like a pot of... I mean, I love Lil Wayne at this tempo. <laughs> I mean, I like anything that has that clap. Yeah. And you know just girls are going to be twerking. Anything that goes <laughs> is good to me. <laughs> if you put that in the worst song, I still like it. <laughs> the little Shakira there on the halftime show. How am I doing the camera? <laughs> what up, Shakira? <laughs> they were saying one of the presidential candidates was giving a speech and called her Sharika. I'm like, uh. okay. Okay, that's straight disrespect. How are you going to think Shakira's name is Sharika? Wow. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, this is dope. I mean, and just for some hist- history lessons for all you guys out there. Um, like, you should watch the show Hip Hop Evolution. The, mm-hmm. the final season, this the latest season. Um, season four, there's a New Orleans one, a Down South. And they break down this the, the song that he's sampling in here is called Drag Rap and also uh, by the Showboys, but also DJ Jimmy, where they at. And that's the sound of all New Orleans stuff. Like Manny Fresh does the craziest breakdown of it, like mm-hmm. in the show. Um, and it's crazy. Like literally Lil Wayne is doing the exact parts, you know, like. Like that's And then the original song is this. This is like 1980s New Orleans. This is a routine for you right here, Spider. Yeah, exactly. I see see it in the club. You know what? I might do that this week. And then go to this part. It's like shake that body like a soul shaker. Oh, yeah. I first Oh, yeah. This is a routine for you, I mean, this is where so much Lil John, all this stuff's from. Every song that we, you know. I'm trying to put, like, I've been trying sitting here and trying to think, what's that little sound in the, what other song sampled that recently? I feel like that. A lot of shit. I don't know. Like, so many songs. And, I mean, just over time. I don't know exactly. I mean, a ton of them. Hey, write in and tell us. But also, like, it's just that beat from like you know Drake in my feelings and stuff like that and then he literally started routine alright so so that's Lil Wayne clap for him I mean that's dope I love hearing Lil Wayne I saw Scratch Bastard do a tweet like there's seven songs or nine songs on Lil Wayne between 80 something BPM and 90 something and he's like that's the strike zone for New Orleans rap and I'm like it kind of is you know what I mean like back that ass up like that song will never die I don't think anything that has to do with like shaking your ass, ass. Is, is just like it's never gonna die dude. I know never I could definitely do a super ass routine in the club but I mean I have my section of like oh this oh, is like yeah. this is the ass oh when I see this certain group of girls get up there I'm like alright here we go I'm yeah. just to you guys you know what I mean I'm like twerk songs ass 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 here we go I'm just looping the word ass like cake 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 Rihanna uh, salt shaker yeah uh, all, all of it that stuff. I mean it's forever yes <laughs> We're here to make you shake your ass. <laughs> shake your ass. Watch yourself. <laughs> we, we're going to make that uh, playlist on BeatSource, the yeah, ass playlist. I, uh, I want to say that that might already be up there. Really? Yeah. The, I'm sure that there's probably something oh, up there. Shit. I forgot what they called it. See, we're, we're ahead of the curve over here go. at BeatSource. Come on. Um, all right. So that was Lil Wayne. Clap for him. Let's get into one or two more. Um, 
another song similar to the Doja Cat, but obviously completely different. It's its own thing. It's called Phony. Oh, it's called Fucking Around, I think. F-K-N Around um, by Phony People uh, featuring Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Megan the Stallion. But way different. I turned it on. I'm like, wait, she's going to rap on this? But same vibe, that corporate type of there you go, funkiness. Dude. The internet, like, you know, Katranata, just good vibes. It's got a little Chromio vibe to yeah, it, too. Yeah, it almost sounds like, he sounds a little like Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Like a little bit of his way. Super funky. I'll fast forward to her part, but. Dope. Oh shit. Go, Megan. No confirmations. Everybody wanna know who Megan dates him. What that depends on. Whatever the date is. I got me a European poppy out in Italy. Can he like the model? But he. I think she wrote this for G Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I, I saw know, them cuddling on the Super Bowl. Dude, uh, there's a kissing there, her cheek. Dude, there's one part where he's like licking her. Like it looks like as if she's like eye rolling. Like it's so who funny. Is this guy, Someone dude. put a picture of that. That movie, like, I forget what it was, Road Trip or something, like yeah. DJ Qualls, a little skinny dude. Yeah. But they were like G Easy and Megan the Stallion. <laughs> like, it's pretty, pretty funny. But uh, yeah, pretty tight. I, I mean, I will definitely play this. So, what do you think? Dude, like, you can't go wrong with yeah. this kind of sound. Dude. It's great. Like, if you're. You're, if you're a producer and you make anything that's kind of disco-y, it's yeah. always going to work. And they're a band. They're a full band, these guys. Oh, like, are they really? Um, yeah. I was talking, like, Steve Wonder used to be the tour DJ with uh, Theophilus London. He said that they went on tour with them. Because I'm like, who are these people? And he's like, yeah, I've known. I'm like, damn. Steve Wonder Didn't on some stuff. Steve Wonder. Yeah. Um, we got to get him on the podcast, too. He's got some amazing stories and insight. Um, all right. Well, that was it. Um, the 20, I mean, it's getting better every single week. That's, um, and that was the 20 with DJ spider. Yes, it was the 20 with DJ spider and DJ drew on beat source. Uh, thank you guys for doing that beat source team. It was super tight. Um, so like I said before, we've got the amazing, the unbelievable, the incomparable <laughs> DJ drew in the house. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh shit! I'm pushing buttons that I never even Dude. pushed before. <laughs> oh my god! You know when you get the air horn, it's Woo. it's official. Oh this, yeah, that's when you know the crowd's just going crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, whoa shit! Okay, oh, now yeah. we're getting okay. really crazy. Okay, okay. Oh, Pharrell just stepped in. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, yo, so we got, that's crazy, dude. What, oh, Snoop's here. Blood out. Oh my God. We got everyone in the studio. So, oh, man. <laughs> um, yo, DJ Drew, thank you for coming on. I know it wasn't hard for you to get here because uh, you're part of Beat Source yeah. now, which we want to talk be here about. anyway. So, <laughs> but, um, no, we're super happy to have you here. It's an honor. We want to like learn about everything, you know, you've done, um, from the beginning till now. And I, I know some about like the beginning of your career, yeah. but not a lot. So we want to know about it. Um, 
but you are, and so you said before, you're an official beat source curator right. of the pop and dance uh, playlist. Right. And then how often do you update that? Um, I mean, I try to do it like at least, I mean, we're always building Is playlists. It like a weekly thing? There's some playlists that get um, built or, I mean, updated right. every week, like the electronic on the dance. Okay. Uh, the electronic is like, these are like the hottest like dance stuff. Right. And then we start breaking it down into like bass house, electro house. Right. Cause it's so it, different. It's yeah. And, um, and so like the electronic one is like, that's where all the hot stuff goes. Right. And I try to, um, I mean, I'm a dan like I'm a house hit. Like I learned how to DJ on house music. Crazy. All right. I wanted to ask you about yeah. that. Cause I, I heard you playing songs for Henry Fong. Like, and I was like, you're like I made this. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah, like, I, I, like I'm. I've always been a house hit. Yeah, like that's dope. Um, so, I just kind of like the way I approach curating the playlist is yeah. like, okay, anybody that is not a house hit, yeah, but they got to play something where they're gonna have to play. I want them to be able to go to Beat Source and say like, and just know, okay, all of these. I can just go on this playlist and just play everything here. Right. And you know that's all good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I'm going to take out all the work that normally I would do, like, when I'm getting ready to play. Right. So, by the time, you know, so that's kind of the way I approach it. And I'm really picky with what I what I play and what I like. Right. And As it should be, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's good. Sometimes it's bad because you might miss something. And then it, sometimes it takes me listening to another DJ playing it oh and I, then i'm like oh, yeah okay I, now i get it that's so common i mean so many times i'll be like what is this track you know and then i like hear another dj play it and i'm like yeah or either it's i see it working with a crowd yeah and i'm like oh okay i think i gotta start implementing this yeah. you know or it just makes me hear it in a different way yeah you know like i mean i think like it's so it's it's so weird that like hearing it in a car yeah. or or even like a club is like because when you get that when you're like in a club and you can feel that bass, you're like, Oh man, I got to get this song. And it's right. like, and it's usually something like when I find out, I'm like, Oh, I passed this up. Right. Like, you know same, what I mean? Yeah, so same. I mean, I remember going to banana split, seeing AM play and he'd be playing the weirdest stuff. And we used to make a joke that like, he would make you like a song that you didn't like just by like his face and the way he was acting it out. Like there'd be a violin in it and he'd be staring at you, like pretend to play the violin, like, and you were like, Oh, I think I like this actually. And then I download it and be like, wait, what the hell is that? You know, yeah, but <laughs> like the other thing that I would like sometimes would change my mind on a song is if I saw the video. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, even that bop uh, video for the baby, it's a dope song with the video pushes it. Yeah. And it's just level. like, it's so weird. But I mean, ordinarily, like I think I'm like to think that I'm pretty right on yeah. about a lot of stuff. So that's basically the way I approach like doing the playlist yeah. on the, on the house side. Dope. Um, so, you know, and then, you know, we try to break it down into like different like genres, which is kind of cool. It's been a learning experience for me because for me, electro, um, when like kind of like house became cool, yeah. kind of in a way, like before yeah. the EDM, yeah. thing, electro was very different. Now right. when you hear electro, it's like, it's kind of more, uh, big room now, but without the, obnoxious big snare or the like the big like kick you yeah. know like the tone kick right so it's so i've kind of like oh this is this is considered electro i'm like so i've had to retrain my my, my brain on how people ca 
categorize stuff now. Right. I know. Like, I don't even know what I would name as a big electro song. And I feel like a lot of the people that I was playing that were making electro are, like, pop. Yeah. Pop dance now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, like, a Tiesto or, like, those kind. Right. I know he's an electro, per se. No, but I like, get what you're But saying, that yeah. kind of sound. I mean, like, right now, like, the one dude that I stumbled upon, um, and it, it he makes, like, the new type of electro is Mike Candy's. And that dude, just, what it, what is it? Mike Candies. Okay, and he just like uh, he releases stuff. I think it's like S two Records. I think it is. Okay. I mean, I've now he's gotten to the point where like when I see his name, I just download it because so, I know it's I love be good. I love that kind of stuff. And it's just like it works everywhere. Yeah. And so because it's got like I said, it's got that big room feel, but it doesn't sound like you're playing dated EDM stuff, right? Um, and so like that is one dude that I'm like. Yeah, that's dope. automatic ad. Right. I know. I guess some of them went in that bass house, like Joy Ride or something, where yeah. it could, it's that same energy as the old yeah. electro stuff, but it's more choppy and bass house. Like Joy Ride is another dude. Like he's, I love There's that, just a stuff. lot of, um, like for me, Chris Lake oh, is he, probably, in my opinion, like the best producer there is right now. He's so like in dance music. Dope. Yeah. Uh, because he's single handedly by it. Like, now this is just my opinion. <laughs> he basically Sorry. single-handedly changed the sound of dance music. Right. Where now everybody's trying to make stuff to sound like him. Which I mean, is, I'm trying with to... With those like, rolling it, or like choppy bass, minimal It's just bass that bass line that's the, just always going throughout the track. Right. And then he's got like some cool vocal. Yeah. And it's just like going back and forth. And... Uh, yeah, I, you're right. You know, he's... And now everybody, I mean, that's... Totally. I mean, I try to... You know, I when I'm producing, I try to say, like, okay, what's the vibe? Right. And, like, more than likely, it's like, okay, I want to try to create, like, a Chris Lake vibe. I don't try to copy the track. But right. I want that type of vibe. If there's one thing I do copy of Chris Lake is his structure of the songs because it never stops. So good, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to just put the track at the top, and I and I break it down, like, when the drops or when it switches – and I mark it, and that's and yeah. Then I just go, and then yeah, his is really good. It's not like um, stereotypical or predictable, but it's no. its own thing. Like the big breakdowns for are dancing kind of, are kind of gone now. Yeah, there or or if there is a breakdown, there's no right. It's different. Silence yeah. for it's not like same with anymore. like the Dom Dalla and like Fisher and like those kind of things. Right, Chris Lorenzo, I think. Yep. Chris Lorenzo's another one. Oh my one, god, dude. one like, of the best, right? Jesus, man. He's just I yeah, there's just certain guys that just are I mean He's just pure funkiness every time, right? All, like and different dude, and cool and just like his own sound. They're just yeah, dude, like that's kind of um yeah, there's just some guys that are like just making some dope yeah, stuff. So man. good. Dope. Well you guys check his Check his uh, playlist, obviously, and uh, <laughs> you'll be up on all that. Beat source, see? We're just we're naturally advertising here. We don't even mean to. It's <laughs> one long commercial. <laughs> yeah, but we're telling the truth. Um, that's so dope. And so your background, like I said, I mean, you're from radio. You start. You used to be on Kiss FM. Yeah. You're not there anymore? Used, yeah. Okay. Just, that just recently happened. Recently. Like, I don't know if people even know you know i don't even think i really did yeah, until recently uh that's interesting so um and i wasn't one to like go on social media hey guys i'm like, I'm like right dude, you just roll with it man. how long ago 
were you? Like, uh, I want to say like it was not like there two or three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's really new. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's super recent. And when, like, before we get into, I guess, how you made your move, like, um, when did you start there? Like, you started as an intern. Man, yeah. Right? I started. Um, so the the interesting story is my last year of college, I had to do an internship. Okay. And at that time, like kiss wasn't cool. Right. It's just never been like a cool station. I, I know. Guess. I grew up in LA and kiss was not, cool. you might listen to it, but you're not going to tell people when well, they didn't have D they were like the last ones to have DJs. No, nobody right? like Saturday nights when they mixed the, right, like I at nine o'clock. It's like, and they like, were scared to play like certain things and then it became yeah. cool. And they, you know, but so, so but yeah, I remember. So when, um, so I applied to power and I rep- and I and applied to the beat. Oh yeah, and this is when it was like two point three. Oh yeah, that goes to show you how far back. It was. Yeah, ninety two point three, then one hundred point three. Yeah, it was like so a lot of points. And then I I obviously applied to Kiss. Yeah, nobody else hit me back except for Kiss. Oh okay. And so I was just like, and you're applying just to be an intern. I just need to be an intern, not like I, to be a mix show. No, DJ, no, just right? to intern because I I needed the class to graduate. Right. So they called me up and I went through the interview and I started interning there. I started interning for Valentine. Um, okay. And he was doing afternoons and I was answering phones, doing, you know, doing the typical like intern stuff. Intern, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, at the time he was doing like a syndicated type of morning show. It, so he asked me, do you want to hang around? I said, sure. So he threw me on. And I just happened to be funny that day, I guess. Oh, like just like talking. Yeah, like, like hey, we got a new intro. I'm like, yeah. oh, and he put me on the spot. And I, <laughs> he said something, and I actually said something that made him laugh. That's great. So then I just kind of, he's just, you going to stay? And then yeah. I just kind of, so then, um, you know, I wanted to learn as much as I could. Yeah. Um, so I learned how to run the board. Right. And so then um, when he would leave the studio to go to the bathroom, he'd ask me to run, you know, hey, run the board. I'm like, okay. So right. I'm, now, now I'm there doing it. And um, so then what happened was his producer that hired me um, wound up going to a different position. Okay. So then I started doing it for him. It was just me. And now I'm doing his morning show with him. Crazy. And, um, and before all that even happened, like I had to go do – uh, once my internship was up, I had to do promotions because they didn't have, they weren't hiring in the programming department. So, oh, so they're like, we'll give you your credit for the internship, but we have nowhere to put you. Exactly. So you can be part of the street team and get hired. Right. And I, I just wanted to stay in the building. Totally. Didn't care. Of course. So <laughs> I had to do this one oh God, I mean, God awful event. It was in Castaic like on a day that it was raining at a truck stop which is like an hour north of LA for everyone that doesn't know and it was at a Popeyes but it was one of those Popeyes that are in a in a, in a gas station yeah like you have to get off the freeway to get gas and you're like oh there's a Popeyes spot nobody at that place even listened to kiss a bunch of truckers like and that just made me realize I need to get out of this promotions I got to figure out how to get in a program so that's when, right that's when Valentine's producer actually left and then they hired me to go do that Oh, crazy. So I so thank God I only had to spend a couple of months in promotions because right. I probably would have quit. I mean, it was just absolutely That's nightmarish. Crazy. But that does show, like, I've done a lot of things that I hate, and it's helped me to know what I hate. You know, like, yeah, I mean, some people might like it, you know, but, but I mean, I don't know about that exact gig, but, like, it, it teaches you. You have to 
be open to doing things to know what how you bad don't do you do. want it how yeah. bad do you want it do you want That's, it bad enough to go do those types of exactly things? yeah you know because i mean he would send me like he lit he got an offer to do some tv show uh-huh. and this is back when like Seacrest first got american idol so like yeah. the the invoke thing was for radio djs to now become right. tv host brian dunkelman yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so he he said i need to be at the tv studio because i guess their host bailed on him the day that the show was gonna premiere wow so he's like dude i need you to go to my house pick up my clothes and i need you back here at five <laughs> dude it's like 3 30 yeah he lives in valencia oh my stations God. in burbank so i'm like All right, you got to get it done yeah I go, I get it back. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it, dude? And that's it's the, like. That's the you, motto for this. Yeah, you have to do. I remember um, in the um, Defiant Ones. Yeah. And Jimmy Iveen saying, you have to be of service to people. Right. You have to do things that they are going to remember and go that extra mile. And I wanted to be in radio bad. So I stuck around with, with Valentine. I was doing the morning show with him and I was doing. Um, you know, the afternoon. And I'm, mind you, I'm I'm making no money. I'm making like $6 an hour. Right. I lived in Ontario. Now, Ontario to Burbank is a good 45 miles. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say 45 minutes. No, 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 it's tra- 40. It's 40 <laughs> That's so, if you drive super fast with no traffic. Yeah. So what I did to compensate money it's was- like two hours. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And so what I did to compensate money was I was a substitute teacher during the day. Oh, wow. So my days were starting at like, I'd get up at five and I, depending on what school or what grade I was teaching, sometimes I had to be at, at the school at 630. Oh my God. So I'm going from 630 all the way till 11 o'clock at night. And I still got to drive to Ontario. And you got to sleep sometime and eat. And and I got to do it all over again. (laughs) Right. I'm like, Hey dude, how bad do you want it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, I'm doing all this stuff. And so then um, I had I I had sent a, a a tape a mix to some station in Fresno that was hiring. Right, I was ready to go to Fresno just to be a DJ. Yeah, I'm not even wanting to talk. Right, I just want to mix. Yeah. So my music. But that's dir- a good way to get experience. You can't just get it right in the biggest market. You know. I mean? Well, I mean. That's what if I, you have to. Yeah, you know, that's, what, that's what like newscasters do. They're like, I'm in Des Moines, you know, doing the weather. I didn't want. <laughs> I didn't really want to do it. No, of course. Not. And so my um my old boss, my old music director, said, "This is what you do. Yeah, you put five dollars in there." I said, five dollars. Five dollars. And he said, and you write on the note. Here's uh a dollar to listen to my my tape, and here's four dollars for a beer while you do it. And that's on your application to be the DJ? That the was mixer? just like on, like, I just wrote a note in there. I was in like, your CD? Yeah. I just put it in there with the $5. That's amazing. And that guy took my $5 and <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere out there, some PD at he's Fresno like, took He's like, $5. I listened to it and I drank the beer, yeah, but I'm not hitting you up. Yeah. So then, like, I'm not hearing anything. And at the time, um, they knew what I wanted to do. That They, like. The KISS people. Right. And, so, and like, the, the bosses, like, my music director. He's, right. Michael Steele was the music director at the time. And it's a fine line to being pushy and also letting people know what you want to do. Right. That you can't is a go huge in there, lesson, I think, to be. Yeah. Honest. You can't go in there like, hey, man, when can I mix? When can I mix? I would walk in there, hey, here's, like, a demo. Just let me know what you think. And I would never bring it up again. Meanwhile, right. they're looking at my work ethic, and I'm like, 
Okay. Right. So uh, Michael comes to me, and it was like on a like it was a Saturday night that they needed a shift covered. Right. And I had a gig, and oh. it was like overnight. Okay. So I'm having to go on at twelve, like. My gig, I'm going to have to give up my gig. Yeah. And at that time, like, dude, like I said, I'm working all these out. Like, I'm killing myself. And I, I needed that money. Right. Those gigs are a yeah, nice little dude, that's, boost. When you're making $6 an hour, dude, like, that yeah. that money is, is right. good. You know? So, 100%. So, I told him, I said, you know what, Michael? I'll do it. But remember this. Because you know what I want at yeah. the end of the day. Right. So, I did it. Gave up my gig. Because that... At, but I think that shows a lot. It me. was like, do you have to look long-term, yeah. not just be short-sighted? Yep. So then um, at the time, uh, Jimmy Kim was the DJ for Club Kiss. Okay. Something happened. They let him go. Then um, they brought in Christian B, who was mixing on Friday. Okay. So on Saturday, Club Kiss was live from the palace. And right. it was 100% live. 100%. That's crazy. There was no... Pre-recorded, it was a hundred percent live. Now he was more of a but a they house had to DJ. play clean versions, clean versions, yeah. In the club, so the people in the club were like, "What the fuck?" But it was cool <laughs> because people knew it was live. Yeah, and so we were doing. I mean, everything like the drops, like one or two point seven kiss FM, like in the club, and it was like it was cool. Like, yeah. oh man, like when people came in, it was hype. Right. So, uh, so Christian was like more of a house DJ, and. The palace was like you had to play some hip hop, right? So while he was downstairs, my that was where my gig that I gave up. I was on the upstairs room of the palace. Oh, okay. I had that place rocking. I mean, it got hot. the The windows were like sweaty. I mean, it was just grimy in there. I just like love that. So then, the bottom floor that Christian was doing was a tad bit empty. Okay. So then, JoJo, who was the host at the time, comes up and now like. They're bringing in like higher ups from the station to see what I'm doing. So the GM's assistant comes one night and he just sees that it's rocking. Yeah. And so then he comes up to me. He's like, do you think you can do this downstairs? And I just look at him like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, the next week um, uh, they tell Christian that, hey, we're going to switch. And I'll never forget this um, because Michael made me feel like a star because he said, I want to come to my house. We're going to go have dinner. So I go to his house and he sits me down. He's like, the reason why I asked you here is I want to offer you the job of mixing at Kiss. I mean, he made it really like a big thing. Yeah. We had like a drink. We toast. So and I was cool. just like, yeah. And then he took me out to um, to some sushi spot in Hollywood. Like really nice. Like I was like, this is an expensive dinner. Like I yeah. already know. <laughs> and so I was just like driving home and I'm like, oh my God, like I did it. Like, yeah. Now like all this work is paid off. Right. Um, and so like the first night I'm nervous. Of course. And so now I'm like, for everybody thinks that they are going to come in and say like, man, if I was on the radio, this is what I play. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you're not going to do that. They're gonna they're gonna kind of give you guidelines of what you can and can't play. Right. And I was down to the song, right? Dude, and I was green. Now they did give me freedom because they knew I was in a club. Uh-huh. But I realized how unprepared I really was for That's, that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, okay, I can rock it in the club, but how do I do it on the radio too? And I'm like way different. Dude, 
I'm having to learn. And mind you, I'm having to hit my, all my own drops. Like, I have a whole setup. This right. is like when we're still on record. So now, oh I mean, God. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. And I yeah. was learning on the fly. And I knew I was not, like, looking back to now, oh, my God. I was like, dude, I was super green, and I had no business being on the being on the radio at that time sometimes that's the best when you don't know what's happening yeah you know you're just like going full force you know with but the ignorance you of just, just go being green yeah you know? and so then like you just know i mean in. i just stayed there dude and like luckily like you know i i remember at the time it's funny because i was like tell people like man if i can just write get five good years out of this oh man i'll be so happy yeah and dude, like I wound up getting like twenty years like on the air. Twenty? Yeah, twenty. I was there like twenty if you count my internship, I was there twenty two years. Oh my God. And that's I was unbelievable. On the, I was that's on, huge. On the air for 20 years. Wow, so that is pretty crazy that just a few weeks ago. Yeah, dude. It's it must be like hard to comprehend uh, uh, a little bit. It you know what the best analogy I can give is like it's like um being with a girl and breaking up, even though you don't really have to, like she had to move away. Right. There's nothing wrong with the with the relationship. Like it's just, you just different. You just and then you accept it. And at the same time, I mean, you're everything's changing in the world. The same way we were yeah. saying, as a DJ, you have to evolve yeah. with the times. And there's like playlists and streaming things and different things and curation and Spotify's and and all kinds of stuff and beat source. And so like you're. I was already the, working. The evolution. Of yeah. It, I know? mean, I would thank God I was already working at beat source before all this stuff happened. Right. Um, but well, what happened? Uh, I mean, so basically this is what happened. So iHeart has filed bankruptcy, but I does iHeart radio own, um, kiss FM. Yeah. Do they own a lot of radio stations? They basically own 800 stations across the country. I didn't really, I thought they were just like an app. Like, no, no, they have the iHeart is the app. But they over like, time they, they've bought the, the no no stations? no so they bought the stations like when it was Clear Channel oh and then what happened was that they were developing this app and they called it iHeart Radio and so they changed the name of Clear Channel into iHeart Radio just to keep it all streamlined oh I never realized yeah that. that's what they did and so um I don't want to get like really like into like the business aspect of it. Sure. But yeah, so that's just interesting. I didn't know. Yeah. That, so yeah. What, okay. when they bought all these stations, they took on everybody's debt. So they were like $20 billion in debt. That's not million. I'm talking with a B billion. What? They were over $20 billion <laughs> in debt. Wow. So what they did was that they, like the, they filed bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. They filed bankruptcy. So um, they got. I heard that like a year or two ago. Right. right? So they were still three billion dollars in debt, right? Yeah. So they made it seventeen billion yeah, out. <laughs> hey, dude, I wish that could happen. Some of my bills. <laughs> Forgive me on those things. I'm dude. about thirteen billion on my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what recently happened was that there was either a, a regulation or a law. I think it was a regulation that the FCC took out that every radio station for every radio station to broadcast in a in a city uh-huh. there had to be a storefront meaning that there had to be a radio station there so people oh, could go because it was just go. getting syndicated so much or no no it was just that they, they for some reason they had a regulation where people right. it had to have a physical place where people worked and people could go right the fcc i guess got rid of this oh that opened up the floodgates 
because now they're like, hey man, because they, we they were already they were already everywhere. Yeah, they were because that's basically what they were doing. Like they would take Ryan Seacrest morning show. Yeah, they chop it up and they put them on in the afternoon. Oh, they were they use all talent from big markets and they put them in to smaller markets. So anywhere, so yeah. So they're already like not a lot of DJs live in certain areas. Right but now they're like, you mean we can get rid of all this rent? We don't have to have anybody there, and we can basically get our talent from bigger markets, and we can just broadcast the signal, and they can do the shows as if they were there. And they can just pay for the broadcast tower and then to stream Ex into it and, and the just, technology, exactly. eliminate the rent and even the human the, beings. Exactly. So, oh God. so fast <laughs> forward to a couple of weeks ago, they let go 1,500 people. Oh, iHeart let go 1,500 1500 people, people from all the stations. From every, like everywhere. It, and the type of people that they were letting go, they were letting go of people were like, when I found out, I was like, they let him go? Right. Because like, I'm like, dude, Even he's an you, integral bar. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, dude, I was like kind of in shock. But then I was like looking at it like, damn, man, these people have been here like at, you know, some other radio. Like they're an integral part yeah. of this station. Right. And they, they just built let, it. They yeah. wouldn't have it without them. And they let them go. And that's I'm like, crazy. And I'm thinking, dude. I don't make anywhere near the amount of money that's going to put me on their radar. Right. <laughs> well, I was, I, yeah. apparently I was wrong, man. Cause that's part of the reason why they let me go. Right. Wow. I mean, I guess it's on some, I don't know, business shareholder. They have to show things. Well, right? Like, so, but it's also the beginnings of things where people talk about like our robots or artificial okay, intelligence so taking that's, jobs. That's and, the other and thing. Will that affect DJing and music and everything? Part know? of the thing is, is that, and they put this in the press release. They were going to use some sort of AI program there to program go. the music. There you go. So they're eliminating, like, program directors, music directors, DJ. I mean, they, it was like there was no holes barred. Like, if you made a certain amount of money and it worked and the math worked, you were going to be let go. From what I understand, there was, wow. a, there was a list that was made at corporate, and it was passed on, get rid of these people. Right. There is no, there is no fighting for this. You got to just get rid of them. Yeah, that's crazy. And, wow. that, and that's basically like that's basically what happened. But the sad part is that the CEO, the CFOs, all went to court to get their bonuses. Oh, so they were getting like two million dollar bonuses, and and they said like, well, we have to remain competitive and offer these to these certain people so that we keep them, we don't lose them. Meanwhile, they're like 15, and there was a, there's a senator that wrote a letter to the CEO saying, hey, how is this happening that you guys took your your bonuses, right. but then you're letting, and he said, I want these four questions answered, and I want them answered by February 14th. Oh, wow. So, like, it's on there, and, like, that's what kind of sucks is that, yeah, that's dude, crazy. you know what, even if you have to do this, look, I get it, it's business. Right. Like, dude, you have, dude, you have to do it. Yeah. But- why not like not take your bonuses and say like okay like maybe we can give these people another year right you know what i'm saying like or like yeah slowly yeah, i mean i mean you're already making millions of dollars like in your salary do you really need i mean i could go on and tell you some right. other stuff like i, I mean <laughs> let's get the dirt <laughs> so 
I'm about to lose my severance package. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. No, I mean, this is out there, dude. Like, it's all, you can read it in papers. Yeah, exactly. It's, so the CEO has a private jet, right? Okay. Of iHeart. Yes. Has a private jet. He'll rent this jet out to iHeart, and the company pays him to rent out his own jet. Oh, right, right, So right. he's making money off of the company that he is CEO for. It was like that WeWork thing or whatever where the guy was buying the buildings and then renting it back to the company or Ex- something. Yes, and I'm like, dude, do you really need to, like, charge the company? Like, you're already making. Yeah, like, like that's like a weird. It's yeah. like double dipping, dude, kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I Crazy. mean, that's basically what happened. And now I don't want to give off, like, any, I don't have, I'm cool with, what happened like yeah i had 20 years on it was a great run and i'm grateful for everybody at kiss right and, it's given you this it, platform to really go it, on to the next thing yeah and, i mean and be I, such a valuable person here and and you yeah, know going i mean forward all types of stuff it's given me name recognition for a really long time and it's like you know how can i be mad that's right. why i just kept i just rolled with it dude yeah. like i wasn't upset i'm just like you know i'm just talking about like yeah. what happened you know and and like, you know, you just roll with it. Yeah. Dude. Like, what you, you it's, can't. It's so interesting. Like, I wonder how a lot of this stuff's going to pan out. Cause, like, I was having talks about, I mean, you know, like, I feel like some of the beginnings of this was, I don't know if this is completely off base, but is like with like coffee. Like, there used to be little coffee shops everywhere. And then places yeah. like Starbucks, like, took, you know, it's like the Amazon Walmart right. thing, but they, they took over and there's Starbucks everywhere. And that's what you get. But then now I feel like there's a new influx of like real human based coffee places that make really good stuff. And it's starting to like blossom this whole new industry yeah. of different type of small things. I'm like, I wonder if that's going to end in the same way like vinyl died and now vinyl's coming it's back like so big. Thing, yeah. like, I wonder if somehow things will get put in the dirt and then grow up into something else. And maybe they think their AI is going to take over, but in a way... They're gonna need humans well, and DJing, good, yeah. To, because I to, mean, to dude, make it work good, or I don't know. You if, know, I, now I don't know how this AI thing works. I assume it's just an algorithm of some sort, right? I mean, so where yeah. does that leave? Like somebody, like I was in it, like somebody mentioned, um, like taking the human element out of it. Yeah, how does an artist like Lady Gaga or Lizzo get discovered? Because Just Dance took a whole year to become a hit. Yeah, a whole year for sure. Lizzo Truth Hurts, like I think that's... And Gaga used the DJs to make yeah, that a ex- hit. Exactly. I mean, I, we told this story, I think, on the White Shadow episode, oh, uh, how Gaga used the DJs, and I was saying how I used to do Area Wednesdays, and I remember yeah. they were like, this girl Lady Gaga is going to come in, can you play her song? And she comes in with these dancers, and, and then I heard that story from a lot of people that she yeah. went around and did it, and I think that... Um, like you're saying, the the DJs played a big part in that, and even radio DJs. I think people like Reflex and people were yeah. were helping her and playing her stuff. And I mean, I just think that DJs. Are I'm sure you like, guys. You yeah, know. I mean, I'm. Well, one of the like, I mean, this story was legendary. Kiss. She did like every summer we do like a broadcast from Raging Waters, okay. which is a water park out like on the like cities outside of a city right. outside of like LA. north of LA yeah. by, by six flags. Yeah. No, no, no. It's oh, east, raging waters. East. Yeah, 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 you're right. So dude, she performed at that at raging waters, at raging waters. Oh my God. Lady she, Gaga. That's amazing. And if you were to see like where like her green room was, 
I mean, it was like a, it was I like mean, a porta potty. yeah, but to, yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> I know. And she like performed there. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even area Wednesday seemed like, what's going on here? It's you like, know, yeah. Like, Cause you see where she's at now and you're yeah. like, oh my God, like she, she performed at Raging Waters. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even like just DJs, like, I mean, for me, like even at Kiss, like, yeah. dude, I was playing stuff that I was like, look, they're not going to play it because they're not they're not on it. I'm right. in the clubs. I'm seeing the reactions. So I would just play it. That's where the DJ is so valuable, and I don't see how it could ever it's, they're uh, never be gonna... replaced. Because even pop music now, like I was having this conversation on Twitter, and like the, a lot of the pop music now is not club music. It used to be. You know when yeah. they say, you play top 40. But like if I yeah. were to play all the songs off the top 40 in the club, people would be sleeping. You yeah. know, like I'm sure they're huge songs. People like to hear them, but they're not. Even some of the hip-hop songs, like that Roxanne song. Yeah. Like, that seems like a big song people like to sing, but I've dropped it in the club, and it's just like, it's, you know. It's like some, I mean, there are songs that are made for the car, and then there's songs that, like, work in both the yeah. club and the car. I mean, because, like, and and that's the thing, because do you have to remember, like, most pro programmers and music yeah. directors, they're not going in the clubs. Right. You so know what I'm saying? They don't so realize. They don't know. Know. they don't know. It's like, that's I was true. already starting to play, like, like, EDM stuff. Way before, like, because they didn't know. I remember, right. So I remember playing um, Sexy Chick when it was, like, like it was big in the clubs. Yeah. And I knew, like, I told them, I told my music director, I was like, we got to start playing this because this is big. Yeah. And she was like, well, we're not ready for that. I'm like, <laughs> that was one of the first big crossover yeah. records. So I'm like. Of house, electro, and hip-hop, and Akon, David Guetta. And I'm thinking, dude, sometimes I wonder, like, were they ever listening to my mix? Cause right. I would just go off the rail sometimes, right? I mean, I would just go for it. And I'm like, didn't I didn't like, care. Why are you playing this? But at the time, like, that's what people wanted. Cause they were like, I, I just oh, think that sure. they were probably looking like, how is this getting played on the radio right now? Yeah. Like, and they were like, hell yeah, yeah. So I'm playing sexy chick, and um, man, I hope I don't get too like radio. So there's this thing called media base that lists every every song that is played on the radio gets registered on this website. Okay. So when you play a song six times in a week, it becomes an automatic ad, which means it's added to the playlist of the radio station. That's a big deal on radio. Right. Right. I mean, that's because well, that's, that's huge that's for the artist, for the label, everybody. So I played Sexy Chick every day of the mix and on Saturday. And I think I played it twice on Saturday. So that thing registered like the thing was it seven. Right. I didn't know about the automatic ad thing. And so I'm playing it, and like my music director calls me, and I'm at I'm at home when she calls me, and I was just like I'm like oh man this can't be good. yeah like why is she calling me yeah so I I get the phone and she goes like hey, have you been playing the sexy chick record I said yeah and she was like how many times have you played it I'm like every day <laughs> she was like you know that when it registers it like it goes in automatic like she was like we're not anywhere near close to that and I said okay she was like so. Like, don't play it as much. Oh, my God. So I'm like, oh. right. So a week later or two weeks later, they add it as a new record. A week later after that, it's in power rotation. Oh, wow. So now I'm like, and that's not the first record. I like, I remember one time when my music director, I asked her, this is when In the Club first came out. 
Right. And when I first heard it, I was like, dude, this. And this I, is why DJs and radio DJs and people get those plaques. You know what I mean? It's yeah, because, like, I mean. I don't get enough credit for that. I mean, you're no. adding it to the probably one of the biggest markets out there, which then will influence all of the other markets. Exactly. And, and even like That's 50 huge. Cent, like when he first came out, he was not pop. Right. Like there was no. But I knew yeah. like, dude, this is just a great record. Oh, in the club was just undeniable. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, can I, because I would have to come in at that time because I was still new. She was new. So I would be like, hey, can I play this? And she didn't know what it was. She hadn't heard it. Right. And she was like, no, that might be a little bit too hard. And mind you, she hadn't heard it yet. Yeah. I don't think. Because I was like, okay. So the weekend goes, I don't play it. She comes back on Monday. She goes, I remember this conversation so, like, it was yesterday. She was like, hey, is that 50 Cent record the one about, hey, it's your birthday? And I said, yes. She said, okay, yeah, you go ahead and play it. Because <laughs> she had gone into the club, and she saw the response of the song. Yeah. And I was just like, I told you. Now, these little things are happening, and now, like, I'm starting, they're starting to see, like, okay, he kind of knows what he's talking about. Right. Like, he's he's on these things way before we are. Exactly. So now I'm just, so I kind of just like gained their trust. Yeah. And I just went for it. Now I'm starting to play like, hey man, I don't care. This is like EDM stuff. This stuff's big. Start playing. I'm going to start playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was playing everything. Right. I did not care. Right. And I just went for it. Dope. I was playing Disclosure, everything, dude. Like, amazing. When it first came out, like, boom. Like, but then corporate got into it. <laughs> and, they hired, they started having other programmers from other markets listen to KISS and start critiquing like what they would fix. And they listened to the mix and they were like, we've listened for 15 minutes and I didn't hear one song that I knew. Oh, okay. So then my boss calls me up. Now I have a new boss and she says like, hey, um, you know, this, this, that. And I'm like, you, like, you got to like dial it back. And I think when that happened, like the mix wasn't as hot as it was before. Right. Because now the people are just hearing, I'm still playing like, like up tempo stuff, but now it's like remixes of what they would normally hear on the station. Yeah. Whereas before I'm playing stuff like you're hitting her, you're hearing at EDC. Yeah. And I'm just going hard. I don't care. Right. Cause dude, like this is what people want to hear. They've heard these songs yeah. all day, but that's that corporate thing. And also it's like, these people are paid to give their opinion. So they're just like forced. They're just going to say some, Bullshit. Exactly. Some, most of the time. And somebody Pro that's in Chicago cannot tell LA what every market exactly, is different. Exactly. And vice versa. It's, all of it. Yes. Yeah. It's like you can't. Stuff in Miami is very different than yeah. stuff in LA. New York, everywhere is different. So how yeah. can programmers come in and tell me, like, oh, no, that's. Right. <coughs> I think that's another big problem that, that might happen, you know, with trying to make everything so universal. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it was just like, but. Um, yeah, like I think when like programmers get in the way now, you have to kind of work up to that. You know what I mean? And um, but I don't think that radio really understands the importance of DJs and what we do. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's sad that they don't recognize that and that DJs don't get the recognition. Yeah. That they should. Right. You know, what I mean? now hip hop stations are different. Because I yeah. think to a certain extent, like, they do get the recognition that they deserve. But as far as, like, pop radio, like, DJ, if you're a DJ on pop radio, trust me, you are not getting the recognition 
that no. that that people deserve. Yeah, I mean, hip hop is based from DJing, so I think it has a little bit of a different thing, I guess. Yeah, I um, mean, uh, but yeah, I'm sure it's just not that's this crazy. Like, pop is like so different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh and yeah, it's like, um, it's like the DJs are like secondary, even though like the artists will never know like. You right. Know, oh, that DJ played. But that. also, most people listening to pop don't even know what a DJ is. I mean, sorry if I'm dissing it a bit, but like sometimes. And then, but most people list, I think on the other end, most people listening to hip hop know about a DJ. Right. You know, right, no right. matter what. Right. I mean, I think like due time, like, I I think that early on, especially like it, like since you know, like Kiss, like it wasn't cool. Right. And so I think a lot of it was that. But then I think the more um, music started to change where hip hop was crossing over. I think then people started to realize like, okay, DJ is like whoever yeah. is on the radio. I'm liking whatever they're yeah, doing. Yeah. I think you nowadays I mean? they have more of a knowledge of it, but yeah. in the beginning, no God, like, especially on pop radio. Cause not a yeah. lot of pop radio stations even had seen. Right. Yeah. Kiss was probably the only one. And then they would do that club kiss thing. And yeah. like you said, it would be like a remix. Of it, it was, yeah, sometimes it was just horrible. Dude. Right. Like I'm like, Oh man, I'm, that's crazy that's dope you got to break those artists though is there any other artists you got to break like uh, uh, uh like i think that you remember? i broke um i kind of pop i oh. broke foster the people i oh. broke um <coughs> yeah those are all like good dope music david know, getta still I, pop i mean i think i was playing diplo before he was diplo like all the edm stuff i right. can honestly say like all these guys like i was like that's zed, so cool. zed when I first heard Spectrum, I was like, oh, this is getting played. Yeah. Because I thought it was just a really good record with a really good vocal. Right. And I was just like, I'm going to play it. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just, I remember like when I played Foster the People, I got a phone call from my boss. But she was like really into the alternative music. Okay. So she was like. Right. They're on that line of like indie rock, but pop. Yeah. So I was, she was like, did you play the Foster the People? I was like, why? <laughs> like she was like, she was like. No, it's not. It's not bad. Like, go ahead and keep playing it. But see, like, that's a good example. Like, I knew already that that was gonna cross over. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think right. I had a Gigamesh remix, which he made even that much better. I love that one. Yeah. yeah so so I was just like, dude, this is perfect. Yeah. And so it was. Um, I think I want to say like, you know, I think I played the Killers. Like, oh, I was dope. like like one of the first ones to play. Well, I don't want to say I want to. I I was the first DJ to play Killers on pop radio. Right. Not on the radio, but just on pop yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, dope. And at that time, like, dude, that was, like, yeah, insane, dude, to be doing that. But it's, like... Right. Now, you guys were pushing the open format DJing in a way, you yeah. know what I mean, without as much hip-hop, because I know it was the radio politics, yeah. but in the same way that now those are open format staples, you know, in yeah, a way. Yeah, like, yeah, um, I mean, I just think, like, dude, I mean, as a DJ, I've always thought that, like, especially being on the radio, I was yeah. like, I don't care what format it is, good music just needs to be played. Yes. Like, damn... Like right, and that's college format. radio. Like, yeah, then you can like, do it. But when you're in that level and you can still do it, I think that's amazing. It's just like, dude, you just. I, I mean, to me, I was like, I'm gonna do it, and I'll risk getting into trouble. Because at yeah. the end of the day, I knew, like, okay, I'm gonna trust my gut, yeah, and my ear, right. And if I get in trouble, I'm gonna get in trouble. I think that's gonna be something that everyone's gonna have to contend with the more we start to rely on the robot artificial intelligence yeah. mixed with the human because there's some things that can be done better by both probably you know but <laughs> well um, i think the other thing too is like one of the things working in radio for a while and and it's gotten progressively worse is that programmers are afraid to listen to their gut or to go out on some, yeah. on, on a record right because they don't want to be wrong true and i'm under like the opposite way of thinking i'm like 
if I'm going to strike out, I'm going to strike out swinging for the fences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, nobody remembers the times Kobe missed. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah. Um, they just remember his game winners. And I approached picking music and playing music the same way. Dude, have I picked some stuff that I was wrong about? Absolutely. I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah. nobody, re- like, nobody's going to remember that. People yeah. don't remember, like, what I did pick. Right. And no, it's true. Yeah, I know. I think that's that's important too. People are so scared to put themselves out there. No one's going to remember that. No, Don't worry about it. They're not. just going to remember the good stuff. Exactly. You know? That's what. It and comes the people down that to. remember the bad stuff are just haters, and they're bored. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, and uh, you kind of have to like even like people that are just DJing in clubs. Like you have to have like like no fear. Yes. Like drop the record. Like exactly. don't be afraid to play yeah. something. If and it doesn't have work, good it enough skills. Work. That's why skills matter because. Be ready to go with it if it's going good yep. or get out of that if it's not going good. Exactly. You know? But if you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm playing. It's not working. You know, then yep. the experience shines through, I you, think. You have, lack. in my opinion, you have, if as a DJ, if you never played somewhere before and you're like, okay, I don't know what kind of crowd this is. You have like the first 15 minutes to figure it out. Totally. And if you better figure it out within that 15 minutes or the rest of the night, you're going to be struggling. Yep. That's, that's so true. That's you better know how to read a crowd. Yeah. Like to me, like you can scratch, like for days yeah. and no, be you, the do- you, But if you can't read a room, dude, nobody's gonna care what else right. you can do. I know. It's like feeding a baby or something. Like you're yeah. like, do you like this? Oh, they're making a weird face. Oh, <laughs> oh they're going with it. Okay. I'm finding things like this. Okay. Here we go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they like bananas. Okay. So it's like same thing. I'm like I play an '80s song and they get dirty looks and they're like or like or I get heads bob and then i'm like okay i'm going in that direction yeah. i play a pop song nobody cares okay i'm not doing that I play old school hip-hop everyone goes crazy okay i'm going in this yep, direction yeah. okay and you, you know, better know how to latin music you know, know everyone's because some i remember when i'm not as experienced like i'll be like play a salsa song and then i don't know that much stuff after yeah. it i'm like oh god how do i find <laughs> you know and so i'm like uh, you, you now like i'm seasoned in a lot of the afro right. beats any of it like even afro beats like i was like okay i have like five good ones and then it's like if people like it after that what do i do so been researching more and more right. getting stuff i like that i could use in my sets and then and then mix with other genres and i remember um there was a story that happened to you yeah and i don't know if you've told this story on on the podcast yet you were doing, I think it was a, uh, it was either a Grammy party or the Oscar party. Okay. And I want to say that Sofia Vergara oh, came yeah. up to you and asked for you to play salsa. And I think you played like Elvis Crespo. And like that was the only like. Song. Oh my God. And yeah. You no, had it, to play it like five times. It around. was the, it was the HBO. <laughs> I was doing the HBO Golden Globes thing. It was at Pacific Design Center in LA. It's like, you know, crazy high pressure, big time. Everybody's there. You know, she's like one of the hottest women ever. She comes up, they're freaking out, you know. And of course, she likes to dance, which sometimes is cool, but sometimes it's a lot of pressure because you're like, yo, I got to make this person dance. And exactly, she's like, play Latin music. I'm like, I got you. So, like, exactly, I put out like the cheesiest thing ever, probably suavemente. (laughs) But then, like, I have some (laughs) other good stuff. So, I'm playing. And this goes back to the uh, earlier episodes. If you've not listened to like Dynamics and Excel and Cut Corners where we talk about music organization, I was not that organized. I think I had labeled like eight songs like Latin dance or something in my computer, even though I had probably a million. (laughs) 
So I type it in and just a few come up and some of them are like old school is not going to work. And then she's like, play Pitbull, play as much Pitbull as you can. I'm like, okay. So I'm like mixing Pitbull songs. I don't like to play like the same artists. Not right. like so I'm playing Pitbull, another like Latin song, like probably sexy bitch. I don't know. I'm trying to like make it work. You know, another Pitbull, another Pitbull. She keeps asking for more and more. And I'm like, what do, how can I keep this going? Like I got to keep her on the floor, you know? So is I she think, like the only one dancing or is there other people? I mean, no, but, but she was the starter. Like right. if she was like, she was the most famous person in that section of the party right there in the dance floor. Right. So when she's dancing, everyone's like hype. And so if she's hype, they're hype. So I got to keep her energy up, you yeah. know, but I, it, I was like, falling apart. I was like, Oh, I <laughs> keep it going. Like after that night, I was like, I will have a good Latin crate, <laughs> you know? And then I think I saw her again at a party another time that happened. And I was so ready. Did I you have like, like the pitbull crate? Oh, I was like, watch this about to kill you. Like, Pitbull, Pitbull, Latin songs. This here we go. Old school, new school, salsa, <laughs> reggaeton. Like you know, like I made it happen. Did you keep it on the dance floor? Yes, I was like, I got this. Like I always God. think that, like, um, I did um, some corporate thing for like the LA Philharmonic, and um, they it's have all some, classical set, uh, dude. Right? I was just like, I really had to research on that one. Um, it was like mostly older people and like some younger sure. ones, but like the the ladies that were there, they were like. They were wanting to party. Right. So I'm like, <clears throat> so they had some classical people play. And then after that, it was going to be the party. So I started playing and I, and like half the people that were there, I mean, they were older people. So they were like, okay, that, that's all we're going to do for the night. Yeah. And then the other people stay <laughs> and I'm like, okay, the crowd significantly, significantly is thinner. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep these people. Oh here. Yeah. So now I'm just like, and now I'm like, I start going and like everybody's dancing. And now I'm like, it's just more and more pressure, more and more anxiety yep. as it keeps going. Cause you're like, okay, how do I top that one? Okay. Exactly. And, and then you, you somehow find another, oh, I know. And you're just like, here I go. That's I'm doing so, it. And it's, it's like, you're walking like, on like a bridge that keeps uh, breaking yeah. behind you. And you're like, if I go back, I fall <laughs> off and die. And so it's like, you have to like, keep. you're like, I gotta keep it going. It's like, you're building it and, in front of you. Otherwise you fall down. And you're looking at your phone at the time. You're like, I only got 45 I minutes more. Like, I, I know. Do I have 45 that's, more minutes? That's always, oh my God, this happened to me last week. I was at Sundance doing those parties and then they would come up. I'd be like, here we go. I got 15 more minutes. Starting to die out. I'm playing Killing Me Softly. Everyone's singing along. <laughs> okay, I'm playing Bill Withers. It's like a cool, fun vibe. And they'd be like, can you go for another hour? I was uh, like, no. No, no, I can't. I made it this far. <laughs> oh my God. This party was supposed to be done at 12. And then. So did you like, wind up staying? Yo, I, I played till 2.30 in the morning. Like they were like, Bono's daughter is dancing. I'm like, okay, is that good? And like <laughs> Jim Gaffigan is loving it. I'm like, he's the funniest guy ever. I love him. But I mean, okay. Like what am I supposed <laughs> to do? So I ended up playing. Yeah, it was like 12 to like 12.30, 1, 1.30, 2. It was like, I finally like at 2.20. I'm like, are we going to be done soon? And like, you're just like fried at that point. Like mentally you're fried. Oh my God. I was saying, it's so funny that like I decided to become a DJ because I'm like an indecisive person and it's hard. Like I can't even figure out what to eat or like where I want to go. But with DJing, I have to make a solidified decision every minute or less, you know? <laughs> and so when I have like a six hour set, I just made so many decisions. Like uh, yeah. that, like I'm exhausted. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't even think anymore just from the brain power alone. You I know, know, be like, like I always like the, there was one time I was playing a club and it wasn't like, um, very packed. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it was there were people there, but it's you know, you, when you get that dance floor, you better keep it. Yeah. Because if you lose it, like it's gonna be a struggle to get it back. Oh yeah. Like that, those types of nights. Right. And I remember like I was playing some like dance music, and I'm playing like Pursuit of Happiness, like stuff that they're gonna know. Yeah. And they're gonna go. And along. so I'm like, I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, do I go one more or do I switch it? And this is going to be the like this is gonna decide the night, the rest right. of the night. So I roll the dice and I'm like, I'll go one more. Totally the wrong call. <laughs> one play, more like dance track, you mean? Yes. Oh yeah. And when I played it, I was just like, oh. that's the worst. And when I you're was like, just I like, thought this was gonna work. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> so now I'm like looking, and when you're searching under pressure, it makes it even worse. Oh my because god. Because now you're like. I, know. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know. Like, and have, I'm not very organized dreams. either. I have dreams of that. Oh, I have <laughs> I'm dreams. I'm searching and then the song ends yeah. and I'm still searching. And I'm like, ah. I, don't, I know I have it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, what do I do? I think every DJ has that, oh uh, my God. that nightmare because I have the same thing. Dude. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. It's running out. It's That's another thing. It's like know. That's where acapella loops, good advice, come in. Like I have a folder of acapella loops and I'll be like, I don't know what to do right now or it's not working dance. I'm like. Don't stop getting it. Don't stop. <laughs> then boom, I'm like into anything of that tempo. Or like, I'm like I got 170, 128. Like, I'm like, okay, here we go. Just be faithful. You know, drop an acapella loop into be faithful. Okay, we're good. I got it. People are going crazy. You know? <laughs> my uh, my go-to record to get me out of a situation is, uh, this, uh, this, this, is, how, is it, this is how we do it? Yeah. Oh, Montel Jordan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because it's, a- like a, it's like a cold drop. And you yeah. know people are gonna know it, and like that is always my safety valve. Yeah, when I true. need to get out of something, boom, go to it's that. It's funny. One. There's certain records people request all the time. Like that's one of them that will never die. And like Return of the Mac, I cannot believe still just Dude, gets requested uh, everywhere you go. There's that. Uh, like you haven't heard that enough. California Love will. California Love is another go-to of my safety valve. Oh yeah, because you just drop. Well, it that's cold. perfect. You're like, Poof. yeah, especially Dude. West Coast. Dude, you could be getting on my mic. Dude. Who's on the West Coast? You're done. <laughs> like you're you're like. Okay, good. I saved it. I know. I got everybody back. I know. Did, did the did the radio help you with your mic work in the club at all? Dude, I suck on the mic. I'm. It's ho- hard. I dude. So one, <clears throat> I'm very much an introvert. Right. Like I'm, I think a lot of DJs are. Dude, we're or a lot of us old school DJs. Dude, are. I, I think we're all nerds. Right. Like every That's single what we got in for it. D- yeah, exactly. We're it nerds. And we're socially awkward. Yeah. And DJing, <laughs> DJing allowed us to go to the party and not have to socialize. Right. You know what I mean? And be cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're like nerds. Yeah. And I don't like, here's one thing I don't like. I'll give you a list of things I don't like. I don't like people around me when I DJ. Okay. I so can't stand this is that. hashtag rules of the DJ booth. Yeah. Not even a DJ. <laughs> I just like, I don't like people around me. Okay. Then the other thing I really can't stand is when people like are looking at me from the dance floor but they're not doing it yeah. in a bad way they're doing it as if they're watching like like a show yeah and i'm like and it's become more that with the edm yes. djs and i mean i remember one of the first times that happened to me was when i got to dj in tokyo japan and i was so excited and then they were all staring at me like so much because i think that was sort of like the culture at that point yeah. was to stare at the dj and i was so uncomfortable i'm like you're killing me i felt like i had to be doing something at every second yeah. you know so i'm scratching i'm bringing things i'm quick mixing <laughs> and i'm like yo it's crazy they're staring at, they won't stop staring at me like, i can't keep better this up at, yeah like now like i'm like okay i'll go into this routine or something but it's hard dude you know? I, I i don't i i look down a lot 
just because I can feel. I know. The, I'm like, dude, like, I don't, I, I don't like it when people even, and people like often look at me like, well, then why are you a DJ? And I'm like, you're like, I want to make you dance. Yeah, I don't want to dance. Like, I don't want you. You're going to watch me dance. When I first started DJing, people were dancing. So they had the backs turned to me. Yeah. Now somehow it's like the exactly. other way around. Like people are facing me and I'm like, and I really don't like that. I know. So I get real, like, I get anxiety, dude. And I'm just like, oh, man, I just don't. Right. And forget about getting on the mic. Because then that just makes me even more nervous. Like, what am I going to say? Like, I know. And I just bow. Like, see, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. Unless I have a few drinks in me and, like, I'm hype. I'm in a good, like, yeah. relaxed the mood. The drinks help. Yeah. Then I can kind of, like, somewhat do it. But, dude, right. like, ask me to make an announcement. Like, uh, can I you know. write it down? Like, it's crazy. And it, people come to you and, like, hey, can you just make an announcement? Like, they think, like, well, you're a DJ. You should do it. I'm like, dude, I don't know how to make this stupid announcement i'm like how does it i, right. I gotta write this Even out Even last call you're like i don't want to be the don't make me be the bear of bad dude. news or saying like good night <laughs> the bartender say yeah. that yeah i'm just like oh dude i i, I hate getting on the mic i'm I like know, the saying good night i just i used to play this uh song i don't know we might have to cut this out of the youtube but uh <laughs> is it semi-sonic this is a good uh end of the night one It's that time. <laughs> People would look at you all. We gotta say goodnight. <laughs> I was like, sorry guys. Because I'm like, I'm not getting on the mic. It's getting late. I always play semi-sonic. Oh, that's good. I mean, I don't play this one anymore. I like to play a good, uh, I like I play to play one jam. that makes you feel good. But this is if I'm like just done because he goes into this. Watch this. All right, People. Time to go home. But then here, I'll fast forward. Watch. It gets to this part. Now you're making me mad. <laughs> this part's the best. You're gonna make me swear. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You might as well call it a night, my friend. You're gonna, gonna have, have to. <laughs> so there we go it's a good one get, 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 get the fuck out all right get the fuck out not everybody <laughs> um no i mean exactly there's like uh i know i would try to use my dj skills you know to yeah, talk yeah. to the people and not have to get on the mic but i forced myself to to get better at it you know like yeah. it was do, going on tour with blink 182 was the ultimate for that because every single show every single person was staring at me no matter what and waiting for me to do something and say yeah. something so i was like i gotta like you know figure out what to do i gotta Did watch you write down stuff and you just you i mean i started watching like z trip videos and like yeah. people that i know were good at it and yeah. like trying to take notes and like how can i put this in my voice and like what can i say to to go with the music you know i try to use that now like yeah yo who's from the west coast you know if i'm gonna go into that or like right. this or like how you you know i don't know things like that i like watching little john because i mean obviously I he's mean, a he's rapper amazing, turned dj yeah. but i mean he like the way he does it is just like yeah it's just so good man he's so like, good he, he just it's like it's effortless yeah 100%. you know what i'm saying i was like man i I need to get it. Yeah, I should. You know what? I should have made that as a New Year's resolution, dude. Like to get better it. at it's February. Get um, better at yeah. It's something. Mic. It's just you know exactly like even with this podcasting. You know, I think all this stuff helps to <laughs> to work work into it. Yeah, well, John. I, think, I mean, I think too. Like the other thing is like. I mean, I'm probably like the only one that thinks this. Like I always think that nobody cares about me. 
Nobody cares what I'm saying. Nobody like I'd yeah. Be but like, then the second you get on the mic, they're all staring oh, like, at you. You're like, oh shit. Okay, I gotta make this good. Yeah, you know? it's like, oh man. Like even like when I would be mixing on the radio, I would think like, oh, nobody's listening. Nobody yeah. cares what I'm doing. Because I mean, a lot of times I would like, I I I be doing a mix and I I would do some cool trick like some wordplay. Right. And I just like wait. I, it, That's going over so many people's heads, dude. And I'm like, oh. dude. Every now and then I get some tweet or somebody would text me like, they would tell me like that was dope. Right, and but then like and then they'll listen. So that's why I would think like nobody's listening, nobody cares. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like nobody well, cares that like you know nobody cares who I am. Right, but they do. <laughs> yeah, in a little, in a, I guess in like in a in a small way they do. But yeah, yeah. I was just like nobody's listening. That's that's funny. It, I mean, um, there were so many other things I want to talk about. I know we've been talking forever. Um, there's like we have so many crazy stories just from our past yeah like well i mean it's kind of like this is like you and i've known each other yeah and we'll have like kind of small conversations in passing you know what i mean yeah but this is like the first time like we sat down a long conversation totally that's been so cool about this podcast too because i've been with other people like that i've been friends with for like 10 years 15 years but never had a long conversation or i get to learn more about you know their life or how they got there and yeah well i mean the other thing too is like and i don't like you know, to me, like I look up to you and like, there are certain DJs that I look up to in Hollywood and LA cause you guys were all part of like AM's crew. Right. And yeah, I see thanks, you guys yeah. doing like, you guys do some stuff that was like, I'm like, damn, I would be like, okay, I gotta go practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that, that was my inspiration from, from everybody from AM to Stone Rock, Grand Funky, all these people going out to see them and just being like, I got to practice. Yeah, you know? like, I, I, That was the best feeling ever after the club. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, I want to do that too. I want to bring some things where people are gonna be like, Oh shit. He thought yeah, of that. You yeah, know, like, exactly. I remember like back in the MySpace days, um, yeah. AM would post these like wordplay mixes where it was just Oh, five minutes or yo, 10 minutes. Find those. What were those called? I don't know what they were called, but I, dude. And I would like, how is he, how does he even know that those songs have all of these phrases that blend into each yo, other? Yo, he used to kill that, man. Dude, oh my like, God. I, I want to say like, he was like kind of like the originator of wordplay. He, I mean, definitely was like the champion of it. And also those crazy fast ones were insane. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, where dude, it would just I, be like. Every word would go into the next song and word it's thing. Not like one. It was like we got. Oh, he only those. had one good one. No, yeah. he had like a. He made yeah. it a series. Oh I'm man, like, oh we got to find those. Probably Kevin Scott. Yeah, has yeah them. Kevin probably has. Them. There's that site that they have now. <laughs> DJAMLives.com. I mean, if you haven't been on there, go on. You get to hear. Dude, if he had these I mean, mixes, I mean, that stuff might be on there. It's so good. The crazy stories that are on there. And it's, I mean, it's just amazing. It's so, dude, like, that goes to show you how great AM was. Like, yeah. even, like, after, like, so many years of him passing. Yeah, like, 10 we years. Talk, we still yeah. talk about it. It'll be it, 11 dude. years, I think, this year. That's that's why and dude. i still think about him every single time i dj every time i'm preparing for something when i look through my thing songs it all like yeah flashes different memories of his connection to it or showing me it or hearing him play it or the way what he did right or, yeah you know like any of it i remember when that christina aguilera dj premiere song came out remember right. that one yeah. and i'm like and he it came out that day and then he was playing it that night and I'm like, oh, that's dope. He's playing it. But, of course, he had a whole routine with it. Like, because she said something about a DJ, and then he's like, DJ AM, and he, like, had it in the song. And I'm like, how's this fool already doing this? Like, <laughs> dude, same I, thing. I got to go home practice. I got to get my own drop thing. He's, you know? Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, but I, I just think like, dude, talking to you is like, I've looked up to you and like, there's like, oh, thank you. Mr. Best, Steve, I like, you know, Stone Rock, all those guys, dude. Like I was just remember them. Like, yeah. And I was just like, dude, they're so good. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to get to that point. Like I practice and I try to, but like, I'm like, dude, those guys are just good. I mean, like, I think everyone's just their own, you know, as you get older too with it, like you're your own, you find your own lane that you're in, yeah. you know, in your own space things that you're good at and the things that you've described even here that you do probably better than any of us. You well, know? that's, a, I think like, it's crazy. Cause I just kind of learned that recently. Cause I used to be intimidated by DJs. Right. Cause I would always look at what they can do. Yeah. And what I can't do. Right. Same. You that's, know what I'm that's, saying? That's part of it. And, and same thing. But then I realized like, you just focus on your strengths what you do and good. what you yeah, bring to exactly. the table rather than what you can't do. Cause exactly. that's in everything. And, and it's like, and it's in those strengths that you, that's where you are different. And yeah. that's what people are going to be attracted. Nobody can know that. Like, dude, I've right. never been like the world's best scratcher. I just, right. I always try to work at it, work at it. But not every be. chef can make every dish and exactly. not every comedian has the same style of comedy and not every director exactly. can make every TV show or movie. And yep. that's the thing. And DJing seems like, no, you should be able to do everything, but it's not. You it's know? like, dude, if uh, people don't know that I can't, and if I get away with it, like I can do little things, but like, am I like Chris Villa? No. Right, but I mean, but I don't. But I stop focusing himself. on that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like shout to Chris Via, exactly. And if, I mean, if there's Boy. like somebody that's listening, like, dude, don't focus. And like, you're getting intimidated because like you might be like a, a newer DJ. Yeah, like focus on what you can do very well. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about what you can do. Yeah, you and know? then work on the things you want to get better at. You know, just that well-roundedness. I think is what makes a good DJ. Yeah, I mean, even you and I just talked about like, oh, we, I didn't get better on the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, right. I've been doing this. We've been doing this forever, but that's something I still want to get better at. You know? Um, yeah, exactly. There's just some guys that are really good at things. And there's some I know. Guys that like, I suck and at it's gone in, in waves. I remember when the mic was whack, you weren't supposed to do the mic, you know, and then it became the thing. Well, then uh, there's some people that, like, there's an art do to it. do it too much. Yeah, or, there's, yeah. Like, you can't do it every song, dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Some people over. do. That's just their thing, you yeah. know, but. I'm not. And like nowadays that. it almost helps because they're like, it's like cheerleader kind of. Yeah, it hi- it's like thing. hypes. I don't know why people get hyped when people say, like, oh, your hands in there. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's like sometimes it's like an exercise class. Like, I need you to put your left leg up. <laughs> now your left leg down. Now put your fingers backwards and your lips out. And people are like, I'm doing it. You're like, okay. Like, DJs could just say anything at this point. I, I, dude, the one thing I hope goes Give away, away like your CVS receipt. You're like, who wants this? It's got a couple coupons left. <laughs> and people go crazy. I think one of the things that I hope goes away in clubs, and I don't, like, I haven't seen it done in a while, so maybe hopefully it's going is like, spraying the champagne oh my god because dude like there's times i've been in the club and they just turn a little bit too far left and i'm like oh I'm yeah like, dude I know. come on man i've like, seen clubs where people have their jacket over it yeah or like a, it's like uh, some type of you know plastic it's like 2020 it. dude we don't need to be doing this oh my god i know so, well we so talked cool. earlier about something gets almost got spilled on your computer right uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you want to tell it, that it, but oh I, yeah i tell because i still remind them about it dude so i'm, <laughs> I'm doing this club and Phenom is is there with uh, yeah shout to Phenom yeah some DJ friends City Beat Source yeah some friends from Europe and so I'm DJing and, and I think I want to say Edwin was a little like he was a little smack <laughs> what uh, yeah it's <laughs> shocking um, and so like 
he spills his cup on my computer. Oh, the, like over act- my, oh god, over my computer, and he hits the cup like mid like as it's turning. Like it's still gonna get on my computer, but he hits the cup and knocks it away, so the majority of the drink lands on the floor. But oh, and I'm just like that's good, and I'm just like it still gets that's splattered. ninja move. Yeah, it still gets splattered, and he's just like looking at me like. Like, what did I just like, do? Well, he's a DJ, so he knows. He knows what he did. Like, that's what made it worse was he understood what he did. And, I mean, he's my friend. So, it's like one of those things where I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, so I'm just like, oh. So, he comes and gets the towel. and he's, We're wiping it off. He's like, if you need another computer, I'll buy you one. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's okay. Like, dude, let's oh keep God. going on with the night. And he's just like. And I still like, I'm like, anytime I see him by my computer, I'm like, dude. Put your cup over there or stand away from me. Oh, my like, God. Don't drink around my computer. because it's hilarious. Like, yeah, dude. I was just like. Oh, you know their man. face when they know they did something. Like that happened to me. Someone was. we were, They brought shots in the booth. And I mean, I have another story from last week of someone trying to spill a drink all over my computer. But this like someone brought shots in the booth. It was this is just reminding me of not wanting to be mad at the person yeah. and being like, what the hell did you just do? Like and. You know who you are out there. I probably won't call you out your name. I still love you. But they come in the booth with shots, and everyone takes it. And they're like, all right, tequila shot. Here we go. Cheers. Put it up. Drink it. And then as it was like something from a cartoon, like the dude drinks it down. I swallow mine. Everyone does. And he goes, and like spits it, the whole shot, straight into my face like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something like I was like, yo, what's happening? Like, just Patron, like, from my forehead to my chest. And then he looks at me like, what did I just do? And I'm thinking, what? Yo, (laughs) have you not taken a shot? He's like, sorry, sorry. And then, like, I'm just like. What was his reasoning behind doing that? I don't know. He choked or some shit. I don't (laughs) know what happened. But I'm like, yo, son. That was some serious. uh, So I'll never let him. I I always give him shit about that, too. I want (laughs) to almost say, like, I would much rather take somebody spilling something on my computer than that. Uh, No, I'll take it to the face. (laughs) Really? Uh, I I just wipe it off my computer. Luckily, I could still DJ the rest of the night. (laughs) I mean, the other one was I was at Sundance Film Festival, and I was doing this crazy gig. And, like, I did – that night was insane. I did two movie premieres into, like, a chase – a sapphire card holder party right. so it's like this the general public who has their credit cards are allowed to come in so it's the most rowdy party ever people are just nuts P- packed front to back so much fun but this woman was like trying to say something to me i couldn't hear her you know and people talk all quiet they're like and you're like i can't hear you you know you're like it's really loud in here so then she comes back and like tries to say something gives me a business card of like a real estate agency and i'm like what the fuck you want me to do with this? so i'm like all right cool like put it down i'm like i still can't hear you you know she walks away i see her coming back by with her friend i'm djing i'm like looking at her like great she's gonna ask for another song she has a cup full of god knows oh, what oh man i see her just go boom and like throw it like try to she has this whole plan i figured out after to throw it and get out the front door because the booth was kind of by the front door and so she throws it and then looks and you can't get out the front door because it was so packed and then i look at her and i go yo what are you doing luckily like my shit was on a laptop stand so did she do that on purpose yeah she tried to ruin the whole night she was on one of those girls like if i can't get my way no one will so she throws the cup 
Luckily, it somehow goes in the perfect angle where I had my phone charger. I mean, I had my computer charger and my GoPro and everything under my laptop, under the stand. So that shit got all soaked. Right. But the rest of it went under the turntables uh. and then went under my computer. So really all I had to do was wipe the stuff off So the next day. The next day, everything was all sticky, right. but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But she would have ruined it if I would have had it down where actually I originally had it. So I end up. Look, she looks me in the eye like, oh, God, what did I just do? And I'm like, you're an idiot. So I, like, grab her by her shoulders, not on some, like, manhandling yeah, yeah. shit, but just, like, because she couldn't even move. So I put my hand on her shoulders, and I the security guard's, like, right at the front. I go, here we go. Let's go this way. I'll help you get to the front. <laughs> and, like, I get her out to the front, and I'm like, hey, this girl just threw, you know, drink all over yeah. everything. you got to get her and her friends out. She's like, what? No. And like, her friends are all freaking out. And I'm like, boom, you're out. So, like, they just get kicked out into the snow like a blizzard. I'm like, thank God. And then I saw security next day. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry. He's like, you know, um, he's like, they got double kicked out. I'm like, I don't know what that means. but uh. Dude, I, you must be the nicest guy because i would have like i, I mean, mean what am i gonna do like if, if it would have ruined my whole computer i probably would have been a little bit more pissed and i had been djing for like five hours and drinking a lot but like yeah. i know i mean i mean I, I just, i'm not always the nicest but <laughs> well i mean i think i would think that in order for you to get mad like that other person had to have done something incredibly bad because I don't I've never seen you. I gave like, the, the beginning of that party. I did give someone attitude, like because the the doors opened at eight and at like eight oh one, some girl comes up to me and she goes, "Hey, what's your name?" I'm like, "Spider." She gives me that look, like where she scrunches her nose and lips, like what, like you oh, know. God. And I'm like, "Yo, I'm a DJ. It's my name. That's all I'm telling you. Like, what do you want from me?" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, don't give me that face if you ask my name. That's my name. So then, second of all, she goes, "Oh, Spider. Okay, I'm gonna need you to." And then the oh, second she God. finished the words, I go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're gonna what?" She goes, "I'm gonna need you." And I go, "You're gonna need me to?" I go, "Wait, do you? Who do you work for?" She goes, what? I go, who do you work for? She goes, what do you mean? I go, you're you're a part of this party? Like, you're you're throwing this? She goes, no. And I go, so then why are you coming up to me telling me you need me to do something? She goes, whoa, you got an attitude. I go, I have an attitude. You're coming up to me saying you need me to do something. And she's like, well, listen, I know I have an aggressive personality. but And I go, yeah, you do. I go, <laughs> there's a, a way you could come up to people and ask for things or not. And she goes, Okay, okay, I get it. Listen, I'm going to need you to. And I go, yo, you're you saying that again. again. I go, there's no needing me to do anything. I go, you know what I'm going to do? Whatever I want. I go, it doesn't matter what you tell me right now. She's like, oh, really? It's like that? I'm like, it's like that. You know, so I'm like, I'd rather, I'll be like that maybe. But I'm. It's for me to really get mad or be a jerk, it'll. Uh... Dude, I, I remember I was playing at Sidebar in San Diego. And it was like beginning of the night. Dude. Yeah. Like, I'm just basically still like, I'm basically my own opener. Yeah. So I'm just kind of playing some like you know some like Ariana Grande right. remix like dude my maybe my third song in yeah like I, I'm like dude this older woman like she was a cougar <laughs> she looks at me like this and she that was the lady that threw the drink <laughs> on <me> too <laughs> yeah cougar I'm like yo you're this old you're this, get <laughs> so a hold of yourself this lady literally goes like this she looks at me with this face she's like oh I hate that. like I'm like 
the hand well, movements. Yeah, like like, pl- like pump it up. Like anyone what, that does the like spinning hands or the pump it up or the uh, thumbs down or the questioning you. There's like, five people in the get club out of my so face. far. Yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, the club barely open. There's five people here, and you want me to? They, I'm like, oh yeah. man, it's gonna be one of those nights, dude. Like, I know. you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> oh, I got to yeah. deal with these people. That should be illegal. No, and, no and then, like five signals. minutes later, like some other people came. Can you play suavemente? I'm like. Really? Like, <laughs> oh, like now there's 10 people in the club and you want me to play this stuff. It's like, I've DJed, I mean, shout to Evil One. He has these clubs in Portland. He has a, a thing, huge neon sign in the front of the booth that says no requests. Yeah. But man. people will still make requests sometimes. You know, people like, don't care. Yeah, they don't dude, care. They don't listen. Or I love I'm when not, they come. Do you take requests? No. Oh, okay. Could you play? Uh, you're like, wait. What was the point of the first sentence? Sometimes <laughs> when I ask, when they say like, "Do you take requests?" and I tell them no, and they walk away like, "Okay." I know. And I'm like, "Oh man." I'm like, I'm also, like, just tell me what song you want and walk away. That's your request, and I'll play it. If, you know, you can yeah. make a suggestion. Don't don't. <laughs> and it makes it like before you make a request, say something nice. Like, <laughs> think that over for about a good 15 minutes. Yeah. Listen to what they're playing, and if it. Then go. If you exactly. feel confident, then go. I know. But if not, like, dude, like, just stay down there. We're professionals. Yeah. I don't come to your job and tell you what you do. Exactly. What You know, I don't tell you how to do your job. Don't tell me how to do mine. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I know. Yeah, dude, like, people, like, etiquette. Club yeah. etiquette. We need to have a class on that. Dude, there's, uh, th- these podcasts have yeah. topics for days. Dude. I know. We, know need the, we need the general public to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think we're going to get out of here. But uh, before we go... Where can people follow you online? Uh, it's uh, I'm DJ Drew, both on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And okay. I can't give out my production alias because I don't want people to know who it is. Oh, come on. So, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's alias. a mystery. I don't even know it. Yeah. So You have records uh, out, though? Uh, Are you going to come no, out? Uh, so I have, uh, I just signed one to the Disco Fries label. Oh, tight. That I Great. hope comes out in the end of February. Nice. And I got some... Uh, I did a bootleg of Shake That Shake That Ass, yeah. uh, the Nate Dog and yeah. Eminem. Um, I think that's going to come out on DJ City. Dope. Right? If not tomorrow, then I'll we'll hold it off until nice. like next week. That's great. And then I have some other stuff that I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, you got signed. some heat. I was hearing you play it in the yeah, office. It's, I was like, I, it's been, it's a grind, man. Like the production thing, it's yeah. like, it's hard. Because you, you know, to get it signed and to like get people to hear it. It's, yeah. It's tough, man. You just like, got to work at it all the time. That's what a lot of people on this show, you know, Henry Fong, people are saying it's just a matter of yeah. all day, every day. Because even like people like, because even like you look at Henry Fong, and look, so we were talking about Chris Lake. Yeah. In my opinion, like Chris Lake is still not getting the respect that I think he should. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. I mean, you know, you look at like somebody like Diplo, they're booked like, and you don't see like yeah. that same kind of, um, like vibe or like you don't see Chris Lake book like that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, I, I don't I mean, even, I don't know, but yeah, it's like, I, I don't know to, that. Maybe that's just my opinion. Like, I think he like should be like way bigger. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it's just like, dude, it's a grind for everybody. You know what I mean? And it's like, I like, if you're a DJ and you know, somebody that's producing, like support yeah. their stuff. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's not, it, dude, it's not easy. Like just trying to get like your stuff played. You right. know what I'm saying? It's I just know. like, it's just not even coming up with like, like a concept for a record. Yeah. It's just like, I know Jesus, man, this is hard. Right. It's frustrating. As hell. I know. 
Well, the bootlegs too can get you there in the remixes and then get you to the point where you're doing it, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, me doing an alias is like I'm having to build yeah, like, from the ground totally. up. Totally. Which is, I mean, it's nah, cool. I think it's cool. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, so it's, um, so yeah, so those like, so those records are coming out. And so, if you find wait. out who I am, then hey. Well, maybe we'll have that, that, uh, your alias on. Hey, if you find next. out who my alias is, you'll get a Beat Source mug. <laughs> oh, we're giving away Beat Source mugs here. <laughs> if you find out. Who DJ Drew's uh, house producer alias is? There get you this. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. All right, we'll find him online. I'm DJ Drew on uh, all social platforms. Uh, all social. Platforms. Um, I'm on there at DJ Spider on Instagram, DJ S P I D E R, and then on Twitter, D E E J A Y S P I D E R. A little confusing. That's but, the worst uh, when that happens. Hit me, dude. yeah, but hit me with any of your questions, comments for the show, and. Um, you know, come out to my shows. I got everything posted on there. I got, um, we were talking about earlier, got some cool, exciting shows for you guys to come out to this month. Like, uh, I'm playing with DJ Vice at Sound Nightclub on the 15th. Can you put me on the guest list? You're on the guest list. And then all my Vegas people on the 14th, the night before, I'm doing my debut set at Jewel Nightclub in Vegas. Like, I'm glad to see you back in Vegas, man. Yeah, I've seen you doing This month I'll be, be doing that. I'm doing the, and then that next weekend I'll be, doing shrine at foxwoods on uh, that friday i think like the 21st or something and then doing um memoir in boston at the new win nice. casino there which is dope and then doing hakasan sunday on uh, sunday oh, i think the 23rd they do like an open format hip-hop night in vegas at hakasan the main nice. room so yeah hit me if you guys want to come out to those and yo dj drew thank you so much thanks for having me spider i, appreciate I really it, appreciate I'm it i'm glad we actually finally got to do this, me too dude. this yeah. was great i had about 500 other questions so we, we got to do a part uh, two dude. or with your alias we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right thank you for coming on the 20 podcast produced by beat source huge shout to beat source for making this happen um, join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. Thank you to all the people helping us. Anthony Vlats in the studio. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Peace.